Hello, carnies, and welcome to this week's episode of Sideshow. I am Jacques. I'm Joe. And that is Run DMC's Christmas and Hollister. Um, Hollis. Hollis, sorry. Um, Joe, when is old Christmas songs? When is new? What is modern? Where, what, what is the dividing line? This is 84, 85? 84, I 84. think, yeah. I'm going to say classic Christmas or cr- classic anything is 20 years. 25 years tops. Okay, so this this would... I mean... This is classic. I mean, are, is this in there with, like, Bing Crosby and Blue Christmas for Elvis? You could separate it into different ages, you know. Like the Golden Age, the Silver Age. Yeah, I mean, it's all kind of lumped together. I mean, 100 years from now, nobody's going to care because we'll all be dead. But, yeah, it's they're different things. So this, uh, this sideshow is, you know, Joe and I are just going to chat a little bit about Christmas songs, uh, songs we like, maybe songs we hate, uh, the history of some of these songs, the significance of some of these songs, which is, you know, um, something when you know funny to think about. But I'm going to start it off by, did we agree a few weeks ago, when is too soon to start playing Christmas songs? I think we agreed that the day after Thanksgiving is officially the first day you should be starting to play Christmas songs. I think you can get away with Thanksgiving Day. But the day after Thanksgiving is that's when you start kicking it into full gear. When is it too long? How how far after Christmas? Uh, if you go anywhere past, I would say New Year's Eve Eve, <laughs> maybe too late. I, I'm pretty much done with Christmas. I think the 26th myself. Like, like tree comes down, lights off. If if I could wave, kids a, get off the lawn. If I could wave a magic wand, yes. But you know, uh, being a good Catholic, you should keep your tree up until January sixth, Little Christmas. What the hell is Little Christmas? I don't know. That's what they told me. Who's they? The Roman Catholic Church. I don't know, Louis. Well, but what is? I've never heard this Little Christmas. It's called the Epiphany. I think it's um. I'm not quite sure because I didn't care that much about Jesus growing up, but I know that's kind of where the 12 days of Christmas comes from. You have the first day on the 25th, and then the 12th day is the 6th. See, I, I saw today, or something and, like and that. I was like, oh, you know, because of today, I'm like, oh, it's 12 days till Christmas. Is this when it starts? And where the fuck am I getting a partridge in a pear tree at short notice? I know. Uh, do you like Christmas songs? I love Christmas songs. Do you have a, do you have a favorite era of Christmas songs? Um, I'm gonna have to say this: they got Christmas right in the '60s. I think, in my opinion, for me, '50s to '60s, I'm schmaltzy. I, I like schmaltzy crooner kind of Christmas songs. Can we agree? We don't need. Uh, every new artist recording every old Christmas song every year. Um, is, we, is White Christmas done? No, because uh, there's always new people. Unfortunately, you know, spoiler alert, we're not the end-all be-all of humanity. Even though we've seen it all and we've seen it done 500 times, there's a whole other generation of people who want to see their favorite pop stars do covers of old standards. So no, I don't think there is ever going to be. I mean, it's going to be old for us because, for example, I walked into a Target recently and on the screen in the entertainment section, in the TV section, they were playing an ad for a 98 Degrees latest Christmas album. Like, do you know who 98 Degrees are? They're a band. I know of them. Me too. Wait, wait, wait. Nick Lachey? Is that his band? I think so. Oh, hey. I think. 
So, yeah, I think he's a 98 degree. So they have a Christmas album. Our friend Jim brought it to our attention that there's a new Christmas album out by New Kids on the Block this year. Oh, I thought it was an old album there that is you guys were Well, we were, referencing, we were referencing this, but there is a new Christmas album that dropped not too long ago. I forget what the name of the album is, but I know that one of the songs is called I'll Unwrap You, Baby, or something like that. And it's like really kind of like tongue-in-cheek... You know, cheesy '90s R&B boy band bullshit with a Christmas. Basically, it's bullshit with sleigh bells. So if you add sleigh bells to a song, it's an instant Christmas song. Uh, funny enough, uh, jumping all over the map, sleigh bells, Christmas song, right? Yeah. Never references Christmas. Yeah, right. Sleigh bells ring. Are you listening? In the lane, snow is glistening. A beautiful sight. Oh wait, that's no, that's that's Winter Wonderland. That, okay, now Walking in a winter wonderland. Sleigh bells ring. Are okay. you listening? Yeah. Only song I know is sleigh bells at the top of my. But either way, white you know has no reference of Christmas in it. You know, um, all the all these fun events references like what could be assumed to be a Christmas party, but no actual baby Jesus and the manger shitting himself, right. talking animals Christmas. Anyway, did Jesus have an asshole? Did was that ever established? Well, you know, if you've met his dad. <laughs> Anyway, sorry about that. That's getting cut out. And, no, come on. And, and, and you think that's the worst thing I'm going to say about baby Jesus? No, we're just getting ramped up. So what do you have in mind to talk about for this particular podcast? Uh, yeah, well, that's that's pretty much it in a nutshell. Talk about like uh, uh, the history of Christmas songs. I mean, was that always a part? When did, when did you think Christmas songs became like a staple in the Christmas world? Was Bing Crosby the one who woke up one day and said, hey... I think that with, with with recording, well, actually, even before that, because before recorded media, you would have sheet music, and people would actually, you know, play piano to standards. So the most popular songs were religious songs, were hymns, were Christmas-themed. Like, those were the songs that kind of stuck around. So I think Christmas songs have been around in America since maybe, like, the late 1800s. And Christmas specials, the 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 musical ones that are that you know are are popping up like all over the place. I mean, I was actually asked to work on one for um, Josh Groban. You know, his manager is a friend of mine. And he wants to shoot two Christmas specials this this summer. You know, seriously for next year and stuff like that. Uh-huh. Um, you know, and and it is that you know that well, Gwen Stefani just recently had a TV special uh, with another somebody from The Voice, right? Was it? Oh, was it Blake Shelton? But yeah. Well, they're married, yeah. aren't they? Or date? I think they're like an item. I know they're dating. That's an interesting pairing. You know, you yeah. go from uh, Gavin from Bush to that. Um, you know, speaking of old and you, uh, I heard, you know, it, it, what's interesting is when you were talking about recording um, and how recording now, you have duet albums with current people and they make it sound like they sang a duet. And I heard a Cindy Lauper, Bing Crosby duet the other day. You well, know? remember Nat King Cole and Natalie Cole. Right, right. That wasn't a Christmas song, I don't think. That was uh, unforgettable, but same thing. I mean, it's, you know. But there is. There's a newer Christmas album that came out a few years ago where they took people from now or semi-current, you know, and had them sing duets or make it sound like it was duets with old people. Um, so so what is your favorite uh, Christmas album? Uh, it's not a Weird Al album. And I don't know if Weird Al has a Christmas album. He has two Christmas he songs. Okay. He has two Christmas songs, Christmas at Ground Zero and the, the Night Santa Went Crazy. But I won't get into that. That's not in keeping with the theme that we're going for for this episode. I don't know. My favorite Christmas album... 
Um, it, it kind of oscillates between Bing Crosby's White Christmas, you know, compilation, the one with the White Christmas, Mele Kalikimaka. Uh, there's a, it, I cannot say that. Mele Kalikimaka is the thing to say on a bright Hawaiian Christmas day. That's the island greeting that we send to you from the land where palm trees sway. Awful. So awful good. Awful some. And then the other one would be the Beach Boys Christmas album. Yes. The Beach Boys pet sounds and their Christmas album, I think, is what probably, you know, makes them one of the greatest bands of like, you know, the last sixty years. I, I, I don't know. I'm just trying to rack my brains if there's a Christmas album in like the last twenty years that I've thought, oh, Yes, Dinosaur Jr. has put out a Christmas album, or Pavement put out a Christmas album that I I feel the need to go get. I mean, uh, the closest you know Christmas ish theme thing is uh, Arches of Loaf have a song Assassination on Christmas Eve that has nothing to do with Christmas, um, but it's a great song. But yeah, I don't I don't think in oh, my we... baby she told me she don't wanna hold me. This is an Archers of Loaf, by the way. Is that a B-side? <laughs> yeah, this is Merry Christmas Baby by the Beach Boys. I mean, it's good to do a talk up over the lyrics. That's Any DJ knows that. You talk right over the lyrics. Merry Christmas, baby. Okay, you take the low, I'll take the high. Merry Christmas, baby. You take the low. Merry Christmas, baby. Merry. Can you play a Beach Boy song without picturing a palm tree in a beach? <laughs> or, or, or like a really bad Annette Funicello beach movie from like 67? Or Charles Manson trying to get in with them? How great! <laughs> Welcome to our Christmas show, people. So, so, uh, anyways, uh, do you have like you know? And again, the cliche: Do you have a, a Mount Rushmore of Christmas songs or songs that you Whoa. will never get tired of? Christmas songs, Mount Rushmore. Uh, tired. Oh, gee. I mean, I, I threw you. I threw you for a loop. A, so, yeah, that's a big. You one. know, I thought about this a little I didn't bit. Care shit. Uh, U2's. It's Christmas, uh, which is. I can hear it about like if if the CD skipped. <laughs> yeah, I I wouldn't I wouldn't be um uh, probably uh and, and this is funny another Christmas song with doesn't mention anything about Christmas uh, doesn't mention anything it is Linus and Lucy oh yeah I I mean is there is there a more iconic first two or three notes in the Christmas universe, then Linus, like, you know, hammering away at the uh, tickling the twines there at the Christmas pageant. And seriously, my youngest one is seven. You know, my mom is mid-70s, and it's like, instantly, it's like, it, I don't know anybody who doesn't hear this, and it puts him in a better mood and just means Christmas start to finish. I've, I'm a totally 100% in agreement. Uh, there's a lot of... um cool instrumentals that go along with Christmas. You know, you have uh, you have this song. You have uh, like that um, Hark Hear the Bells. Well, even that's that's the, that has that has um, that has lyrics. Um, that, what's the, I, 
I, Trans-Siberian Orchestra does that song, but it's it's Hark Hear the Bells, but it's, right. you know, it, it's it's an instrumental version. I'm kind of... I'm kind of painting myself into a corner because I'm playing music under this, and I can't edit this part out. No. Herein lies the <laughs> conundrum that I've uh, done. I'll, but, I'll do some fancy so, editing. You no, no, no. You won't even notice. When, when I when I was going over my list like the other day and thinking about this, and and I heard this, and, and again we've talked about the Charlie Christmas special, you know, a couple times. Um, there's nothing to me m- more Christmassy than Charlie Brown. The Charlie Brown Christmas Tree, the dance that they do is so <laughs> iconic. That's been referenced in honestly, it, it's been referenced in so many movies and sitcoms and other you know mediums like the 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 different dances that the different kids do. Each dance is their own. Right. It's like they were doing the Running Man before the Running Man existed. They were like the Godfather of the White Man dance. <laughs> and but that, but seriously, so so it's, it's you two's Christmas song. Um, it's it's definitely this. It, I, you know what? You mentioned a song that we were kind of singing earlier that I kind of like. It's uh, Last Christmas by by Wham. <laughs> who, who, who's, who's the two guys in Wham? Well, there's George Michael. <laughs> and the other guy? Uh, a clone of George Michael? <laughs> I don't know. They never found him ever. Originally. Uh, Anyways, uh, I think for me, uh, I'm going to say my favorite era of Christmas music is the 80s. And uh, just you know, just you know, I'm gonna wrap up my Mount Rushmore list. Definitely you two. Uh, definitely Linus and Lucy. Probably Blue Christmas by Elvis. Hmm. Uh, I mean, that when I was a kid, that was always played, and it still even now gets me. Um, Christmas without you. <laughs> you know they sing about you, Mama. Uh, <laughs> they actually sing that song in a Rankin Bass uh, special. Really? It's I think the year without a Santa Claus. There's a part where somebody writes a letter to Santa because maybe they were feeling like uh, he was going to cancel Christmas or something, but. She writes a letter to Santa Claus, and it's, I'll have a blue Christmas without you. Oh. And then uh, one of my last two on the list. So I got five. I, I would have to talk one off the list. And we played it last week's uh, last week's show. Is, uh, is, uh, and I don't know the name of the song, but the Heat Miser you know, song. It, it, <laughs> there it is, is no name to that. I think it, it's just Heat Miser and Snow Miser. That, that for me is is definitely on my Mount Rushmore of Christmas songs because that special and that song was such a big part when Christmas is really everything to you. And that's from like age four to ten. I I got a song. John Lennon's uh, Happy Xmas War is Over. I mean, most of that song is, is good. Most no, it's it is a great song. You know which part isn't so good. Yeah, I mean, you know the Yoko part. <laughs> uh, no, you know what, Joe? That was not on my list, but uh, I, I feel I feel a little shame. But that rounds out my list. The one last song I was going to mention that I want to talk about a little bit more, but is um, Band Aids Feed the World. Is it Feed the World, or is it, do they know that it's Christmas? Do they know it's Christmas? And it's one of those. Do they know? You know, Feed the World. It's Feed the right. World. Feed. Oh. The world, let them know it's Christmas time. <laughs> well, I, I was always a little like off put. I mean, that's a great, great song, but maybe I'm misunderstanding the lyrics. Do they know 
it's Christmas time at home. Now, we're talking about kids in Africa yeah, well, who don't celebrate Christmas, whose home <laughs> is over there. Do they? Do, who, who are they? Do, what are they supposed to know? <laughs> so, And where's his home? I, I've been to Star Wars movies with Joe where he's turning me... That's not what hyperspace looks like. I, uh, <laughs> oh, this is this is where we jump. I thought parsecs was a measure of uh, time and not distance. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, so my favorite era of Christmas is, you know, probably late 70s to the mid-80s. But if I had to even narrow it even more, it's that mid-80s railhouse. I mean, look at every, you know, most of the songs on the list. And again, you know, you add the, you know, add John Lennon in there, and then you too. But when Band Aid came out, again, I'm sophomore, junior, in high school, and that song stopped and changed everything. It just, you know, first of all, it had a lot of like people from my favorite bands in it. You know, at the time, I mean, it was a huge Phil Collins guy who plays the drums on it. I was a huge U2 guy. I found the lowest quality version on YouTube to play. <laughs> They're not going to ding us. I wish you could see the video with the laptops on my side. That's Bo- that's your boy George. Right. By the way, hot. Right, dibs? <laughs> yes. Indeed. Well, Collins on drums. Yeah, the, I mean the other guy from Wham. Like <laughs> John Richard. The other one. Honestly, I mean, I, I'll say, it, I do, I miss George Michael from this era. Yes, yes. Faith, one of the best albums ever. Right. Like honestly, even like Freedom '90 is a great song. Uh, yeah. I liked it. But but but. Faith, uh, but this song, when when Bob Geldorf put this band together, and, and you got to think about who he got on this album and when it was. Sting. Duran Duran at the absolute height of Duran Duran drum. MTV, nothing's bigger than MTV in 1984, 1985. There, was, there will never be anything as big as MTV in the early 80s. And he had the entire Duran Duran. He had U2. He had, I mean, you know... Most of the people, you know, under forty who who accidentally hear this podcast aren't going to know who Banana Rama is, or the Boomtown Rats, or Spandau Ballet. No, Spandau Ballet was huge yes, at the time. At the time, Banana Rama huge at the time. But then again, I mean, you look at the people who here it is thirty years later. U two is still considered one of the biggest bands of all time. Duran Duran is still huge. Um, Phil Collins is probably one of the most successful people in the history of music. Sting. Two. I just love this part. I mean, and then you got like, again, you got, you know, Wham in there. I yeah. mean, these are the not the biggest bands in England. These are the biggest bands in the world. They also had, you know, one cool of the dudes the from Cool in the Gang. No, they right? had many. They had a couple of guys from Cool in the Gang. Actually, no, they had the whole Cool in the Gang. They had James T. Taylor. They had Dennis Thomas. They had, you know, the... Um, uh, Robert Cool Bell. So they're all over the place. I, I mean, you know, they, they got, you know. They had Marilyn. They had David Bowie. Yes. David Bowie. Little known. And, uh, and, and I believe it is Sir Paul McCartney. 
You know, well, these are, uh, you, if we're looking on the Wikipedia page, these are additional spoken messages on the B side. Right, right. But, I mean, the fact that they got all these people together to do this. Phil Collins on drums, John Taylor bass, Andy Taylor guitar, and Midge Yuri. Yur? Ure? On the keyboards and programming. But seriously, I mean, I mean, think about that. You got, you got, you know, Adam Clayton and Bono, uh, Phil Collins again, you know, Sting, all, all of Durant. I mean, and again, what the, what they tried to do with it, it was pretty much the beginning of like, you know, it was the beginning of all of that. Live Eight come, Live Eight sprung from this. Farm Eight, Farm eight sprung yeah. from this, and the hundreds of millions that they've raised for great causes. And you know what? To be honest, do you even hear about starving kids in Ethiopia anymore? I, I it's been a no. <laughs> right, seriously. I mean, Ethiopia, I think, is you know, fed. <laughs> <laughs> Congratulations, you solved the world's problem. Yeah, exactly. One country down, a couple dozen more to go. But but seriously, I mean, this era of music, um, and and we started the show with Run DMCs, and it it it, it was really. Uh, just a great time for for music, you know, and, and this thing, and you know, uh, iHeartRadio and all the other apps that have like their own like twenty four you know Christmas stations. Now and then you can find them that they pop up that you know will specialize in that era. But but that definitely is probably that's probably my favorite Christmas song, and that is definitely my favorite era. You know, one thing that you had already mentioned, and I'm going to ask you a question. Do the Trans-Siberian Orchestra have another song? <laughs> I'll answer the question with a question. Do they need another song? <laughs> um, I mean, there's so many other... I mean, honestly, full disclosure, I didn't really prepare for this podcast. I didn't know he was going to ask me about my favorite Christmas songs. I didn't know I was supposed to bring anything to the table besides literally myself. Uh, and I was told there'd be no math. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um so I'm looking at I'm looking at YouTube right now, and I'm looking at a playlist of Christmas songs that somebody else put together, and um, you know I'm just gonna look, kind of, not play them all, but just sort of like run down the ones that I that. But but as far as mind. great one hit wonder Christmas song, all I want for Christmas is, is you by Mariah Carey. You don't like it, I do. Yo, really? Sorry, I do. I mean, hey, fuck this. I'm gonna I'm gonna. Sorry, Mariah, you can sue me. I'm gonna play it. A little bit too much to Jacques Chagrin. Uh, I'm, I'm Team Nick Cannon. <laughs> yeah. I mean, this is like. I don't want a lot for Christmas. Yes. Sing it, Mariah. She's not greedy. No, you're the diva. Make my wish come true. All I want for Christmas is you. Two, three, four. Oh, come on. And I... Come on, that's Christmas right there. That's good old-fashioned, like, Walla sound, harking back to the 60s, in the 90s. Yeah. Well done. Did Phil Spector do this? <laughs> no, he was busy doing other things, I think. <laughs> um, but that's a good song. I mean, and then I mentioned this on previous podcasts. 
Seth MacFarlane's Holiday for Swing harkens back to that golden era of crooner, Frank Sinatra, Bing Crosby, Dean Martin, Christmas music. Yeah, that's probably my second favorite era of music, you know. Yeah. But then again, I like all that crap, you know, all the, you know, we love Dean Martin. Uh, can you find any of the songs from the Paul Lynn Christmas special? There is a, there is a Paul Lynn Christmas special. Is it really? I, I, yes. Is it is it anything like his uh, his Thanksgiving special? It's called "Twas the Night Before Christmas, 1977," and it's an hour long Christmas special. So that might be something that we have to view later on. I, I don't. I don't think we have a choice. Yeah. So I mean, so yeah. where do you weigh on on funny Christmas songs? Well, the uh, the Twelve Pains of Christmas. I, uh, yeah, I've heard that. That's a. I, I grew up when when I heard that I was like ten years old. So it like hit me like like a bullet. Like yes, like this is funny. This is gonna stick with me for the rest of my life. You know, they have the Archie Bunker guy. Like everybody had like our own special voice. You know, like um, they had the gay guy sending Christmas cards. Uh, they had the um, yeah, they had the the Archie Bunker guy. You know, shut up, you. <laughs> <laughs> they're the guy putting up the lights like getting frustrated now why the hell are they blinking <laughs> <laughs> I think I was about 10 and I remember driving my Uncle Joe's van there would be like 12 of us in it and we'd drop in my grandparents off after a party and uh the first time I heard grandma got run over by a reindeer and I seriously thought if we swerved into oncoming traffic and all die now I think we all go out happy <laughs> Oh, it was done by Bob Rivers, uh, 12 Pains of Christmas. I'll play a little bit of it. Please do. Um. The first thing at Christmas that's such a pain to me Is finding a Christmas tree The second thing at Christmas that's such a pain to me Bringing up the lights And finding a Christmas tree The third thing at Christmas that's such a pain to me Hangovers. Hangovers. It's not homophobic. It's funny. It's funny, right? Of, of, of all the um, stereotypes with the uh, gay community, when did sending Christmas cards become one of them? Uh, I don't even know half these people. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, I'm going to throw it out there. Go ahead. I'm a bad person. Um, we all know that. Yeah. Ding Fries Are Done is one of my favorite Christmas songs. And 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 the song that that's actually based on, what was it? You know the name of it. Yeah, Hark Hear the Bells Swing, Silver Bells. Yeah, no, never, never again will I ever hear that song. It doesn't matter. Who does it? Who's it's covered by? What genre of music? I will always hear uh, Peter Griffin. <laughs> ding, fries are done. Ding. I mean, it will. Ding, fries are done. Ding, fries are done. Ding, fries are done. Ding, fries are done. Would you like an apple pie? Would you like an apple pie with that? Would you like an apple pie with that? Ding, fries are done. Ding, fries are done. So between his. Um, swinging Christmas album and <laughs> Ding Fries Are Done. Is Seth MacFarlane the new Christmas? Yes, he's the new Christmas, he's the new Hanukkah, he's the new Kwanzaa, he's a renaissance man. Oh, how about this? How about a, this song pisses me off. I hate okay. this Christmas song. Let's have it. Santa Baby. 
You hate it. Fuck you. Hate it. Oh, what hate a it. bitch. Hate it. I know that it's campy and it's Eartha Kitt. And then Madonna did it in the 90s. Like, it was kind of funny when she did it for a second. But then it was just like, irritating. Like, I, uh! Yeah, no. I I was... Santa baby, how much you find you under the tree for me? I'm gonna do one of these use bunker. <laughs> do it. Do it. <laughs> if I knew the words. Oh, Santa baby. Oh, Archie. <laughs> what? Uh, maybe I'll pull up the words. Why don't I do that? Are there any other Christmas songs that you just absolutely no, not ruin? Oh no, that's one that I just didn't like. Oh, here we go. <laughs> Here's Santa Baby as if sung by Edith Bunker. This might not go well. Oh! Santa Baby, just slip a sable under the tree for me. Been an awful good girl, Santa Baby. So hurry down the chimney tonight. Santa baby, a 54 convertible to light blue. I'll wait up for you, dear Santa baby, to hurry down the chimney tonight. Think of all the fun I've missed. Think of all the fellas I haven't kissed. <laughs> Next year I could be just as good if you check off my Christmas list. Santa baby, I want a yacht and really that's not a lot. Been an angel all year, Santa baby, and hurry down the chimney tonight. Santa, honey, one little thing I really need. The deed and a beer to a platinum mine. Santa, baby, so hurry down the chimney tonight. All right, that's enough of that shit. I don't know if there's enough of that shit. I don't know if I can get enough. Okay, now let, 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 let me get... Let me go back to the list. Like I had my Mount Rushmore. It was U2, Heat Miser, um, the Band-Aid. Do they know it's Christmas? And either Blue Christmas or Lionel and Lucy. Linus and Lucy. Yeah. I'm going to have to take one of those off <laughs> and put Joe's version of Edith Bunker doing Santa Baby. I now no longer hate that song because I will never hear that song ever done again without hearing your docile tones. If only I could do Edith Bunker. God damn it. Oh, it was a good get premise. In line. Oh, <laughs> give me that. Oh, okay. Dibs. <laughs> oh, dude, I think I think uh I think we we covered Christmas. I think I, I think, think we've ruined Christmas. I think no, so uh so this is great. Um there's obviously some Christmas songs that we missed that we we left out. Please uh either tweet, you know, tweet Carnival Podcast, uh tweet the Jacques Four. Tweet Opti Grabber or Facebook Carnival Personnel. Uh, ca- yeah, Carnival. Carnival. It's Carnival Podcast. Podcast. But oh, fuck me. All right, it's it's, it's right after Edith Bunker. <laughs> yes. Hey, that's not funny. She was actually almost raped. Remember that episode? I do. Very good. No, 
we've already covered that. <laughs> Stop ruining Christmas by ruining Christmas. Follow us on Facebook at www.facebook.com slash Carnival Podcast. And, yeah, no, I think it's great. Uh, I, Joe, if we could go out yeah. with with either... Do you want me to do, like, a, a, a George Bailey version of anything? Uh, no. Anything? <laughs> what? Could you now again do oh. Santa <laughs> Baby as George Bailey? Do you th- or, or, or Rudolph, what uh, Christmas song do you think you could do as George Bailey? Uh, I could do anything as George Bailey if I put my mind to it. Uh, do, do Rudolph if you can maybe find the karaoke version of Rudolph. That would be great. Um, let's see what this sounds like. Uh, you, you you know Dasher and and Dancer and Prancer and Vixen, uh, a Comet and uh, Cupid and and Donner and and, and Blitzen. <laughs> but, but do you recall? Uh, right, uh, the most uh, famous reindeer uh, of all. Yeah, Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. Yeah, yeah, had a very shiny nose. Uh, and if you uh, ever saw it, yeah, you would even say it, it glows uh, like a light bulb. All of the other reindeer, uh, they used to uh, they used to laugh at him and call him names. Uh, they never let poor Rudolph know uh, uh, join in any reindeer games uh, like Parcheesi. Then one foggy uh, Christmas Eve, uh, Sa- Santa came to say... Um, uh, Rudolph, with your nose so bright, w- would you uh, mind maybe guiding my, my sleigh tonight? Then how the reindeer loved him, yeah, as they shouted out with glee. I'm turning into Jeff Goldblum. Uh, Ru- Rudolph, uh, the red-nosed reindeer, yeah, uh, you'll go down in history like uh, James... I don't know, shit. Fuck. <laughs> I screwed it up. Um, yeah. Anyways. No, that was great. I mean, when you said Jeff Goldblum, uh, the the uh, the, um, the, uh, the the question isn't uh, whether we uh, we can sing Christmas songs. Santa will find a way. Um, what a ruination of Christmas! That was no, that was epic. You edit any of this out, I will find you. I will kill you. But yeah, if you, you go out. On either like you know Linus and Lucy or or my my beloved you know U twos like you know Baby It's Christmas or or you know a Weird Al Christmas song if you could, but um, I think this is great. Uh, now everybody knows my favorite Christmas things, and I know everybody was sitting at home. Hey, I really hope they do a sideshow talking about what Jacques Christmas songs likes and which ones he doesn't like, and who is that other guy in Wham? Uh, here we go. Here, here's your stupid song. It's Christmas. Oh, and don't forget. Baby, please come home. <laughs>